episode 104. I respectfully disagree podcast. Um today, man, we I don't think we we BSing around today. Uh want to welcome to the podcast uh Eric and Coach. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? What's up? What's up? Can't call it, man. It's another day. Um it's crazy how all of this is 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 working because I was actually talking to a friend of mine. Um, she done episode. And we was actually getting ready to set up a conversation for Tuesday to talk about gun laws and gun control and how they was uh, raising the age limit and all of that. So I know how people feel about gun control and all that stuff. But then situation happened yesterday and I think it's very important. So I think this is separate from gun control, gun laws. This is more along the lines of what needs to be done for our youth in terms of just positive images, trying to get rid of this, this violence that's going on in this city. And I want y'all on here. I'm going live on Facebook. Um, I know a few people said that they wanted to chime in on it. So hopefully they jump on the live. But I want y'all on here because y'all are actually from here. I don't want to speak on this city. And I've only been here nine years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to disrespect anybody in terms of how they feel or what they feel needs to be done to help this situation. But um, yesterday, my wife and I was going to a wedding and we left the wedding. It was about close to nine o'clock. We was downtown and it was a, a nice night, man. The wind was nice and breezy. And she's like, I'm not ready to go home. So normally, you know, when I first met her, we always used to go chill down at the water uh, waterfront. That was before they even built the bridge and made it a little walking, whatever. We always would just go out there and sit and chill and just talk and kick it. But then over the course of the you know years, every time I go out there now, it's a big old gang of teenagers and they just running wild out there. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be around that. Like, man, I'm too old for that. Like, I just want to come out here and chill, kick it. I don't want to hear a whole bunch of yelling, fighting, MF of this, MF of that. Y'all know how kids are. Mm-hmm. So Yesterday, I'm like, shit, it's nice. I was like, man, we should go down here to the walking bridge. But I was like, you know what, man? Nah, I was like, ain't no telling what's going on down there. Ain't nothing but some foolishness. So we came on home. So I'm sitting here last night, E, and I saw your wife's post, man. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I saw your wife's post. And I started reading, and then that's when I saw the news where uh, shots rang out. And what was it? Five teenagers got hit? Yeah, five. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, man, we legit would have been right down there as that was all going on. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, what needs to be done? How can we resolve this issue? Or what ways can we resolve this issue as a community? And I saw your post today, Coach. And I'm going to turn the floor over to you, man, so you can you can actually speak. Like I said, I don't want to speak on behalf of Louisville because I'm not from here. 
I'm technically still the new guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you a familiar face. Everywhere you go, they know you. Hey, what's up, coach? Da 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 da. So the floor is yours, man. What's going on? I mean, uh, I I don't know. I mean, that, like that's why I posed the question, and it's like because I work with youth. I you know I work with youth now. I've volunteered. I've coached. I've done everything around it, and so it's like you know what can we do? Because something has to be done. Because like like you said, you know it's the walking bridge. Everybody uses the walking bridge. It's the waterfront. Everybody uses the waterfront. I mean, I was down there last weekend um after after the thing down after um the the the, the festival at the water tower so we rolled past mm-hmm. and it was a thousand kids out there in and we was, and i was like man and they was acting crazy so apparently this is the every weekend thing actually since the summertime it's like it's every summer thing that they just go down there and just hang out and so it's like that's what my question i was like you know what can we do because I said on my post, I'm like, you know, back in my day, you know, when I, I'm not that old, but back in the day, <laughs> shut up. We had, <laughs> I mean, we had rec centers, you know, we had a boys and girls club. We have, you know, had all these different programs, you know, to quote unquote, keep the kids off the street. And granted, you know, we messed them up. That's why you don't have a lot of them now, but it's like, now it's like, it's out of control because it's almost to the point to where you almost, like you said, you just ride past and you don't even got, man, you don't even got to get out the car. You can just, as you just ride past, you can just tell, oh man, this is a bad vibe and I'm out. No parts of it. And that's the thing. And I'm going to give it to you, E, because you know what I'm saying? Like you got kids that's in this teenage group coach. Yeah. You know and like you, you in that ballpark. Yeah. I still got little ones. So for me, it's that fear. And it's like, they're not old enough for us to just turn them loose anyway. But I'm saying to myself, Aubrey's 10. She's getting ready to get to that age where she wants to, hey, can I go to the mall with some of my friends and things like that? And hell, y'all know for yourself, you can't even drop them off at the mall no more now because they was out there fighting and all of that. And it's like, for me growing up in a small town, I'm not used to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could be like, hey, I'm finna go ride bikes. And our parents was like, all right, make sure you're home before dark. And, of course, we got into our fair amount of trouble, but it wasn't to the point to where we was sitting around fighting, shooting at people and things like that. It's just regular kid stuff. So it's like, when I look at this now, these these kids are not being kids. Does that make sense? They're not. That, and I think that's where the problem lies at because, like you said, we used to fight. I mean, you know, that was the thing. You know, you go, you go to the skating rink, fall, you know, then see the crew, see the same crew at the movie theater. You fight again, but we fought. You know, we, you know, every once in a while somebody will pull a pull a pistol out. But even when they pulled out, you know, it was you know, when you know, in, in my teens when I was 13, 14, 15, they never, you know, it wasn't you know, they didn't shoot. It wasn't until we got until you know late teens, early twenties that. You know that 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 the trigger play started, and even then, it was like I don't like I just don't know because, like you said, I mean, I it was actually somebody had posted a Facebook clip where like a dude they was in like a bar or something, like dude walked past him, bumped into a dude, and before even dude got a chance to say excuse me, 
he had four in the chest. And it's like exactly. See, and when we gonna we touch on that too. We gonna like touch how, on no, that. No, no, I mean, like how we get here to where it's like that's not even it's not even like you don't even have to do anything anymore. It's like it's, it's just that's the that's the first act. That's, that's the, the first, first reaction. Option. Right. It's like man, I don't know, but it's like um, but back to like my, my whole post, it's like everybody's like, we need to fix the parents, we need to fix the parents, we need to fix the parents. We're past that point because the kids is out here can care less about their parents' input, either one, because their parents are out are out there too, or two, they're so they're so busy trying to portray this street image or whatever. Whatever they're trying to portray, that I mean, I think that cat's out the bag because when people just you know, because that's you know, that was 95% of the comments on my post, right? Well, what about the yeah. parents? Okay, we're past that point, you know. We're you know, mine was one of them, and that's why we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. Like I said, before we start getting into what we think the possible solutions and stuff are, E, I'm, I'm gonna throw the lob to you because, like I said, you got young sons, you got teenage daughters, like. This right here is where they skate that thin line of do I fight the peer pressures of what's going on around me and try to be included in some of them groups or do I do what I hope is right and go that path? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was all teenagers once. We all know the influence of peer pressure, whether it's smoking, drinking, anything like that. So now... You add in the factor of everybody wants to fight now, or everybody want to pack a pistol and this and that. And it's like now you got to add that into: Do I want to be a part of that crowd now? So how does that how does that feel, man? Like what Coach said, man, this this you know, like it this wasn't Louisville wasn't like this when we grew up. You might see a fight here and there. No, what nobody getting killed like that. Like, it, it probably happened ever so often. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we we see some people, we 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 squaring up, and we have always had that best of three rule. You know what I'm saying? Fight, fight, get those three fights out of the way. Whoever win the two, you know what I'm saying, move on. Like, now this, you know, like, for one, respect just out the door. It's gone. Come. And that's part of where I want to talk about too, in regards to the whole parents and this and that. But we're gonna get yeah, there. Respect respects out the door because you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna necessarily blame it on the kids, but like they they don't they don't have no respect for nothing. At all. It's not, it's not even about, I don't think it's about respect. There's no fear. That too. There's no that, it's like it's like no. It's, it's, it's like with 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 the with the youth today, or just people in general, they don't care about consequences. Exactly. Because hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause right there, because that's the I, thing. Because I honestly feel like fear and respect tie in together a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Like growing up for me. I had the fear of my teachers was going to call my dad. And I know my dad was going to get in my ass, excuse my language, because I know what he does to my other brothers. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't want no parts of that. So that was right. a lot of the reason why I didn't get into no trouble because I knew what the hell was going to happen to me when I got home. So at the end of the day, I was fearful 
to act up in the classroom. And I had enough respect for my teachers to where I'm like, nah, I'm not even going to cross that line because I know one phone call, that's going to be the end of it. And that's why I'm saying I feel like that aspect of it is gone. But like I said, we'll we'll get back to that. I ain't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, you good. You good. But yeah, it's it's just, man, like times can change. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I talked to my boys earlier. My oldest son asked me. You know, daddy, did you hear about what happened last night? I'm like, son, I know everything that goes on in this city. You know what I'm saying? I might not be in the city, but trust me, I know everything that goes on in this city. So, and I had a deep conversation with him and my younger son. I got three boys, but it was him and my younger son. And I told him, I said, look, man, I don't mind y'all going out, but see, this is the reason why, come on, don't let y'all go out. It's it's if safe, if it's safety reasons and, and, and stuff. I don't trust out the outside world for them like I, I fear for them mm-hmm. you know like they they can't be a child in today's world and that's why I had, that's why half these kids are the way they are they, they 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 grew up too fast you know what i'm saying like they have somewhat the mentality of an adult but kind of like in a dumb manner they have the mentality you know, like they don't have the knowledge yeah, they don't have the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? They don't know the rights and the wrongs, you know what I'm saying, with with you know, with, with, with what's going on in the world. So, like with the the you know, the the incident yesterday, you know, like I was lost for words, but like really, and, and this is no disrespect to nobody that's that's watching this live or hearing the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Prayers to the to the kids that got shot. But this is an everyday thing. This is the norm. Right. Because the, the, first, the first thing I said was, because see, when I found out that it was a, a, a older man that shot these kids, the first thing I said was, who disrespected who first? Mm-hmm. That was the first thought. You know what I'm saying? Because we really don't know what, what was said or what led up to that. Hell, y'all just said something about, you know, dude walking up, walking through the club. He probably stepped on his sneaks and dude, dude caught four in the chest for no reason. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what 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 triggered that last night. Right. But look, I'm uh, I'm reading some of the comments on the live, too. And it says, uh, look at how much these kids are influenced by uh, what they see and hear, including all this reality TV messages and music. Um, they're just copying behaviors. And that's what I'm saying. It, like, you know, for yourself, the music that we listen to, it used to be a song, uh, you step on my, step on my whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we knew that was just music. Right. I don't think, at least I didn't. As much as I love sneakers, it's like, I, you step on them, all right, man, whatever. So what? Go clean them off. But it's like, nowadays, it's like, these kids really think they have to react. And the only way that they can react is you You got to take it there. And yeah. I'm saying to myself, like, I don't want to get on this podcast and, and disrespect anybody, but I saw the pictures that they're that's circulating now of what happened yesterday. And just looking at them pictures kind of made me afraid because I'm like, bro, you pulled the strap with like seven or eight people standing right next to you. And when he fired off, everybody still stood there. 
Like growing up, if I heard shots, everybody darted. You need yeah, to stand around and say what to see what happened. Them yeah. kids, he shot, put it back in, put it back in his pants, and everybody just kept it moving. And I'm yeah. like, man, these kids is different. It's it's wild, man. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with the what was that the reality TV the shows or what they the entertainment these kids are seeing every day. Like I yeah. said, I mean, I mean that, I mean, that kind of plays a part in it, in it somewhat. I mean, but I, I guess I guess we just cut from a different cloth because I mean, hell, look at look at the, the stuff that we watched back in the day and the stuff that we listened to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Look, we had we had your minister societies, your boys in the hood, um, your 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 Skyface movies. Um, what what was the uh, what was the other one? Uh, um, shit. But why I'm you having... thinking? But why you thinking? I'm a, I'm gonna say this, and I I get what you're saying, and I slightly respectfully disagree a little bit. Because you got to think, we're talking about the early 90s. Boys in the Hood came out, what, 91, 92? It was like, like it. yeah, somewhere in that area. Yeah, as much as much violence as it showed, it was still a, a underlining message to it. Like, even with South Central, think about South Central. Movies like that, it's like, we can't escape our reality. Like, these are real conditions that people see. So you can't. Right. You can't water it all the way down because now it's make-believe. But when you, or at least for me, when I watched those movies, it taught me what not to do. Some people are going to move towards that and be glorified by it. You're not going to stop that. So right. I, I don't want to be closed-minded and feel like yeah. you can... And see, that's what I was kind of getting to. That's why, I, that's why I was saying, like, we, we're cut from a different cloth from t- today's kids. We seen and heard all of that stuff. Hell, Coach, you could probably vouch for me. Hell, when Southwick and Cotter Holmes used to be up. Right. And when I seen Minister Society, hell, Watts looked like that. Yep. And, 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 and the thing is, by me watching that movie and me going to Southwick Cotter Holmes, I was actually lightweight scared to go over it just because of what I seen in the movie because it looked exactly like that, the environment and everything. You know what I'm saying? But like, like we had that conversation earlier before we did this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was safe over there just because I had family members over there that was well respected. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to worry about nothing over there. But, but it's just that fear of seeing that. But we didn't gravitate to the shit that we seen and heard. At all compared to like what they doing today, right? Go ahead, coach. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to use the word rules because it's not really a rule to this. But it, it, it should be a rule to that, though. If you, if you, if me and Eric is beefing, and I see, and I see him, and I see him out in a crowd, that's just his lucky day. You know, if you out with your kids. Today's your lucky day. I see you. You see me. If I catch you again, that's your head. Or, you know, but nowadays, I mean, I mean, there's been so many shootings where people getting shot with their kids, people getting shot with their, at, at their grandma's house. 
And it's like, there's just no, and it, it all goes back to consequences. There's no fear anymore. I mean, cause like, I mean, don't like I said, don't get me wrong. I ain't about to sit up for and act like an angel. Right. But, you know, because, you know, like I said, but it, 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 it was rules. You know, me, me and E's beef it. I see, I see E as, I see E at Applebee with his girl. I'm gonna make sure he knows he sees me. I'm walk past, you know, I'm gonna walk past, you know, bump that table. You know I'm here. But today's your lucky day because you, you know you with your people, you with your family. You get to you know you 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 get to see them all. Nowadays, you see you know nowadays they shooting up Applebee's, they shooting up. Yeah, look what right. happened in Lexington last week. Uh, yeah. And again, I'm trying to be mindful of not to disrespect people or talk about things and it's insensitive and things like that. But somebody got shot in Lexington, and then they shot up the funeral. As the funeral was going on, they've done. They do it here. And I'm like, bro, like, do you not understand the level of I don't give a f that you have to have in order to go shoot up a funeral? Yeah. It's like, or last week, um, what's that park behind the mall, Coach? You know what I'm talking about? Shilito, Shilito, however you pronounce it. Did you ever go there? Behind Fayette Mall, there's a basketball court. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. So we used to name go back there about. Yeah. all the time. It's, it's Shilato. I think it's Shilato is how you yeah. play. Um, When I used to work at Macy's, used to go out there after work and go out there and hoop. No problems. Hoop till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. They just went out there and shot up the court the other day. Some kids got shot, and I'm like, Lexington didn't used to be like it. I used to think Lexington was the where everybody go to retire. Right. And it's like now <laughs> Lexington is is on the same thing. So it's like it ain't just one isolated place, bro. This is happening like everywhere. And it's it's a generational thing, man. So it's like it's, it's the like it, it's the mentality. Like I said, and we we're gonna keep on saying it. There are no consequences. I mean, because like you said, back in the day, a kid get in trouble at school. They begging and pleading, please don't call my dad. Please don't call my mom. Please don't call my daddy. Man, we got kids now. We hand you their cell phone. Here, call us. She yeah. do name, and then you call us. She's mad because I'm calling her at work, or she's mad because I didn't woke up. It's like your child is literally walking around terrorizing a whole school, and you mad at me because I woke you up. Yeah, or you mad at me because I'm bothering you. But we're not even gonna address the fact that your son is literally got the whole. Half a building scared of them, and it's like so. So when when, it, when a kid gets there, and it's like I said, I'm in elementary. So if you got an eight year old who already who already has no fear of consequences, wait till they get thirteen. Exactly. Wait till, right. they, get, wait till they get eighteen. Right. Now he really don't care. Exactly. At the end of the day, I'm not going to disclose any of my personal family business or anything like that. But I have a family member that went down that same pipeline and we can start talking about some of the solutions and things. And that's why when you mentioned the cats out of the bag in regards to the parents, I respectfully disagree. So I'm going to hit the button. I disagree. And I want to be sure that I'm clear when I say this, whether the people on the live or, or watching or just, just hear me out. When I say, I feel like it starts at home with the parents, you have to think 
And all of us are around the same age. And like I just said earlier, my mother trusted me enough to where she can be like, hey, where are you finna go? I'm like, we finna go ride bikes. I'm gonna be at the park for a little while shooting hoops. But she knew that I wasn't gonna go venture off and get out of pocket too much. And she trusted me enough to be back home when I'm supposed to be back home. Right. Nowadays, you got parents that just go drop their kids off just so somebody else can go deal with, with that headache. And it's like, I honestly feel like as a parent, if you're not concerned about the safety and well-being of your child, even as it relates to school, then you are the problem. I can't come drop my kid off at Cochrane and be like, all right, well, they got to go deal with that for eight or nine hours. Don't call me. You see what I'm saying? So you just you just said out of your own mouth. Here goes this little elementary school kid terrorizing the building. And I'm saying that if this child acts like this at school, then how the hell are they acting at home? Because obviously they're doing it at home too, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not correcting it at home, I was scared as as hell to act out in public. I just got onto my kids. uh, where, Where was we at the other day? We was just at the store the other day and uh, they was being all loud. And I was like, look, you talk like you inside when you're in the store. Mm-hmm. You don't get to be all loud and do all that. What the hell is wrong with y'all? But it's like, it's some parents that don't even try to correct their kids, even when they in public. So if the parents can't demand respect, what can we do even as coaches, mentors or whatever? Like, I can't force a kid that's not mine to respect me especially if the parents ain't going to make sure the child respects me. You see what I'm saying? Right. You're, you're true. And it's okay. This is going, it's, 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 this is going to be leading towards the, the solution. If, so if I'm early, I'm early, but I apologize. We have to find a way to connect to these kids. Because like you said, if I walk up to you on the street and I don't know you, you don't know me. And I tell, and, and I, Hey, pull your pants up, you know, Pull, you know, pull your pants up, you know, stop cussing, stop doing blah, 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 whatever, whatever, dude, get out of my face. But if I take the time to, hey, man, you know, try to strike up a conversation, you know, try to connect with you. And over the course of that connection, be like, hey, man, you know, we got people around us. Why don't you, you know, why don't you stop yelling or quit cussing or pull your pants up, whatever the case may be. Maybe, you know, maybe that helps because that's because that's what I do. You know, like I say, you know, when, if I'm, if, you know, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm just an old head. I don't know. But if I'm, you know, if I'm at the mall or whatever, if I'm out in public and I see somebody sincerely, you know, being belligerent, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't going to make a big scene about it. But, hey, bro, you know, what's, what's good with you? What's up, man? Hey, man, why don't you, you know, we, you see we got, you know, we see we got, you know, we got old ladies around. We got kids around. Why don't you try to tone it down just a little bit? You know, sometimes, you know, they like F you and woo woo. Okay, you know what? Right. I can't fix that. I'm out. But every, every once in a while, you know, you, you get one to be like, hey, you know what? My fault, man. I, you know, I cleaned up. Hey, man, you, you, you see your OG said, man, quit all that. We out in public. And so I think that, you know, we have to, we have to try in some way to connect to these kids, man, because we just can't just wash our hands, say, oh, it's the parents, oh, it's the times, oh, leave them to the streets and walk away. We just, we got to do something, man. And, and that's what my whole question was about earlier. It's like, man, we got to do something. We got we got we got to find a way to connect. Like I said, even if it's just one, if you just if you just, if you fix one, 
and you fix one and you fix one, that's three we fixed. Yeah. You know, it, it may be fixed, it maybe maybe fixed is not the right word, but if we connect with and, and, and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to get to. It's like we have to find a way to connect because that's because that's what saved us. It was the coaches. It, you know, it, you know, for me it was football. You know, it was the culture. Hey man, do right. You no, know? it was my aunts, my uncles, you know, you got little brothers, you got little sisters, they watching you. You know, it was I was I was held accountable for stuff I did because I had people watching me. And even now it's like, you know. Since I am a coach, since I am, you know, a quote unquote public figure that people know me, I, I got to carry myself in a way because I can't be all belligerent in public because you're like, I never know what parent is going to be out there, or which one of my old players is going to be out there. They see me acting crazy. You know, that's going to, you know, that'll, that'll affect my image. So we, I just don't know, man, but I don't know something got to be done because at this page right now, it's a lost cause. Facts. Go ahead. You can chime in. Trying to see if I can uh, add somebody here on the call. See, about to add somebody. Trying to see if I can get somebody added here on the Facebook Live to come through the machine or whatever. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, some some got to give, man. Like, um, like what you said, it, it starts at home. It, it it do starts at home. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I lightweight had an issue. Uh, in my own home, and you know, I'm real big on respect. I tell my kids, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing that you, you should have is respect for others, especially your elders and your peers. You know what I'm saying? Like I had one acting up in school and it was over some uh, trying to fit in. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make it seem like they they somebody they not trying to be tough. And and like I told, you know, I said, like, you doing all of this shit, excuse my language, you doing all of this shit for the in front of these kids that's so supposedly your friends. I'm like, so let's just say y'all get jammed up. I'm like, I told I, your friends is gonna be the first one that's gonna rat on. Like you prove you trying to prove something to people that genuinely don't even care about you. Those are facts. You're just here for the moment. That's all it is. I I, I preach this to my kids every day. I, I I have this talk. We if they get in trouble, because like with my son Lee, they principal called me. And, you know, we'll have a, 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 a good old conversation. And, you know what I'm saying? I give him my blessing to discipline him. Because, you know, sometimes I can't get to the school. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, man, it's... I... But that's what's important, though. And that's why, you know, that's why I want to make sure, Coach, because you was like, you can't just put it on the parents and then just walk away from them. That's, that's not what I'm implying. Like... I know firsthand from experience that a teacher calls home and is like, hey, little Johnny was showing out in my class today. He cussed some kids out. He done this and done that. And the parent is, well, who would they say to him? Like you're combative with the teacher mm -hmm. in defense of the child when the teacher is trying to do the right thing in hopes that, OK, when little Johnny come back to school tomorrow, I don't have to worry about him doing this again because his daddy doesn't talk to him or his mama doesn't talk to him. 
But if little Johnny is watching his parents give the teacher the third degree, then that means that what he done was okay. So he gonna come back and do it again tomorrow, if not even worse. Right, and that and, and that's and that's where we're at right now because you know, like you said, little Johnny knows. So so no, he acts up in school, then he gets home. There's no consequences, and mom's at home bad talking to us. So then he gonna come to school tomorrow laughing. Ah, my mama called you this. My mama called you that. And I know I'm not gonna get in trouble. So I'm about to be five times worse. And it's and, and that's where we're at. And so it's like, and that's when, you know, I try to on my level connect with connect with little man. What what what's really going on? You know what mm-hmm. what's the issue? And that's you know, and and, and I think that, like I said, that's where we have to be at. We we have to find a way. To connect and like you said we can't save them all and you know me going out in the middle of you know like i said me going out to the waterfront with a bullhorn is gonna get me laughed at but yeah. if i can catch one walking back hey man what's what's good with you man and you know start strike up a conversation with one if, you know and that's and, and and that's where you know and, and that's why it kind of made me mad for my for my on my post earlier because everybody just got them it's a parent's fault it's a parent's fault. okay that's kind of like with the mass shootings thoughts and prayers that's not what that's not where the conversation ends. That's where you know when, when you bring up parents, that's where the conversation needs to start, and it's ending right there. Well, fix the parents. Okay, you can't fix these parents, and even the sad thing about it, some of these kids actually come from families that care. It says their mamas don't know about them because mom, you know, mom's working two three jobs to keep the lights on, and so you acting a fool because you know you got the freedom to act a fool. So here's the thing, though, because. I don't know if, if you if you read my response and as foolish as it may sound or fairy tale as it may come off. I'm saying that I don't know how it was up here. But, you know, back in the day, if a kid missed X amount of days of school, the parents got in trouble for that. Yeah. They so I'm saying that if I have a child. And my child is constantly fighting or down at the waterfront causing altercations and the police pick them up and say, hey, you got to come pick your child up from the station. That's a warning. Mm-hmm. If another altercation happens and this same kid gets picked up again. All right. You know what? Hundred dollar fine. If it happens a third time. Your kid got five days in in juvie. You got five days or something like it. Like as stupid as it may sound, but it's like if the parents start feeling the consequences of their child's actions, then maybe that's the incentive for them. It's like, you know what? You costing me money. I'm trying to go to work and work those two or three jobs to provide for your little silly ass. And if I don't have a job because of you, now you got a problem with me. I'm going to come home and beat your ass. Because you messing with my livelihood now. Like it has to be, it has to start there. But then going back to the school situation, if I got a kid that's coming into this classroom every single day and there's rules implemented to where you can't paddle kids. No, I grew up in that era. Kids used to get paddled. Mm -hmm. You can't touch them no more. They know you can't touch them. They're disruptive to the classroom every single day. You're making me not even want to teach no more. Like, I hate coming to work now. Being a teacher used to be a respected profession. That's a career where it's like, 
you looked at a teacher like you looked at a police officer or a fireman or somebody like it was respected. That aspect, in my opinion, is gone now. It is. It's too many videos yeah. where the, the students is talking to the teachers and then the teachers break character for a minute. Now they talking crazy to the kids and now the teachers and the kids are fighting. That's what I'm saying. Like, where do you get the respect factor back into the classroom? And that's how you start creating model citizens. And when they go out in public, you don't have to worry about them fighting and shooting each other because they got enough self-respect not to do it. It starts uh -huh. with being willing to talk with the child. Because like in, in my role, I'm able to sit down and I'm able to figure out, you know, why you're having a bad day. You, you had a bad day because, you know, mama, you know, mama and aunties was up all night, you know, drinking wine, watching Real Housewives of, Real Housewives of Atlanta or whatever. Or, you know, because, you know, daddy got to go to work and they're going to get one car. Everybody's up at 4.30 to drop off daddy to get back, you know. And so, and so like, that's what, you know, so it's like, that's why I'm back to, we have to figure out the whys because everybody's why is different, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, this kid is set out for this reason, that kid's out for that reason. We have to be willing to have these conversations to figure out why. And like I said, if you actually can connect with these kids, they'll tell you what's wrong. And then, yeah, but and, and, and so that's and so that's where I'm at. And like, maybe maybe I'm the dreamer. Maybe I'm the dreamer of the things that I can make, that I can still actually impact change. But it's like, I, I just can't quit, man. Absolutely. You got to think about this, though. Go ahead. Some, some kids ain't willing to open up and speak about certain situations. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, the, a lot of pe people don't understand, like, these kids go through so much. We, we'll never know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Not, not to meddle in someone else's household or what's going on, but, you know, these kids see real deal, deal things that that mess with them mentally. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely yeah. agree. Especially when they've been stuck in the house for two years and they see, yeah. you know, and all them, all them, you know, all them skeletons, you know, they were seeing mama skeleton, you know, they used to be at home. They used to be gone when mama be doing her running. Now they see, they, they see mama do their running. So I, I, I completely right. agree, but I still, I man, I still go back, you know. And shout out to Felicia, because I see you on the live and I know you said that you're trying to get on here I'm trying to Bluetooth this, the phone to the machine without losing the live. Like the Zoom and all of that is good, but to try to get you to come through the machine, that's the part I'm trying to figure out. Because I know there's some things that you want to talk about as well. And again, I don't want to create an excuse per se, because I feel like we've all seen shit growing up. Like I grew up on section eight. I seen a lot of shit that I wasn't supposed to see as a child. And I guess that's where you have to ensure that your kids make the right decisions. And that starts with how you raise them. Like I can easily be like, you know what? I had to go out here and start slanging and doing this and doing that to help provide and put food and do like, I'm justifying it because of my environment. But there's other ways to get that same outcome. 
Right. Go to the local grocery store and work a nine to five, and you can still do that. But yeah. like I said, I want to I want to make sure I'm wording it correctly without disrespecting anybody because I honestly feel like, based on our culture, based on the things that we see on a regular basis, we glorify a lot of this shit to where these kids think it's normal. They think that they're supposed to do it. I'm That's supposed to pack a gun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's too... Like, I've heard adults now, like, grown men, like, bro, I'm not leaving nowhere without my strap. I'm not going nowhere without my strap. So if my five-year-old, six-year-old son is listening to me, then guess what? When he's 12 or 13, he thinks he's supposed to ride around with a strap. And I can still be a model dad. He's following me. So yeah. it's like, I don't know, Doc. I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, it goes back. Like, I, I don't know. It's like we just have to, like, set the example, like you said, to set the example that you can still have nice. It, it, it's that you can have nice things and do it the right way. You know, that's why you know, like you said, everybody, everybody wants to you know. Everybody wants the the rings and the, the rings and the chains and the shoes and the and all this and that. But it's like, you no, know, yeah, there's two ways to get it. You can get it the fast way. But the fast way got a cost, you know. But you no, know, I don't got that problem no more. You know, I'm able to get what I get and keep it because I'm not worried about I'm not worried about how I got it. And so I'm not, you know. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, and this is this might be a whole nother conversation. And I don't want to dive that deep into it. But that's why I use the word culture, because it's like, you gotta think. We're having kids at a younger age. Because you spoke earlier about demonstrating uh, a stable home and family, family structure and things like that. But it's like so many people are having kids at an early age. And then you get to the point to where the kids is in the club with the parents. Yep. So it's like, what do you do? Like, if the parents ain't ready to give up that life, then obviously how can they demonstrate and show that to the kids? Because now everybody's trying to turn up. You got grandmamas at 45 and 50 and this is like nobody's saying you can't enjoy life anymore. But if you go down that path and you start having kids, you have to be ready to sacrifice something in order to give them a better ending than what Mm -hmm. you had. But I feel like we're at a point to where you playing seesaw. Nobody's willing to sacrifice their personal livelihood for the betterment of their kids. So right. while the kids is out in the club, their kids are down at the waterfront. Yeah. Like, what do you do about that? It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Kevin said, I told Jaden at 14, he'd do something else. He was going to juvie. I wasn't beating his butt no more. And that, look, that too. I hope you don't mind me disclosing it. It's like, he was trying to be that father figure and discipline him. But then you catch hell at home for how you discipline your kids these days. Yep. Facts. So what, that's what I'm saying. It's like, man, it's, there's not an easy solution. So I, I get what you're saying, Coach. When you're like, you can't just say parenting because there are some parents that's trying and for whatever reason, their kids just choose that path. But damn, it's tough. Did, did she, uh, she write back? 
I'm trying to get you on the phone, Felicia. If you're still watching the live, we're trying to get you in here. See, so you so still talking. <laughs> and shout out to my guy Mari, man. He has the the sowing seeds with faith. He's he's boots on the ground trying to give these kids a different outlet and show them different things every summer. Hopefully one of these weeks I can catch him when he's not busy and he can come and break it down and elaborate on that. She's calling. Okay, Pavels, I'm here. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. All right. Well, officially welcome to the podcast. You are live and on the mic. Everybody can hear you. Can y'all hear E? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Go ahead. Speak your piece. Hey, uh, I have the same concerns y'all do. You know, I have a 17-year-old daughter, um, likes to hang out, but she goes to the waterfront, she's shooting. Um, I'm not sure if she got grazed by a bullet slightly or she ran into concrete, um, mm. but something has to stop. Uh, I've been a Girl Scout leader for years. I take on girls. The girls are out of control, too. Right. You absolutely right. So, That's what I was trying to allude to without saying it per se. So I'm glad you're on here. I'm glad hey, you're I on here. I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> they out of control. And, and I, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to know when the hell did fun disappear? Ask the government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that too. But they they don't the have. They don't have or they cannot have fun. When these came, when they, when these came around, Look, who's that? Another phones, yeah. Yeah. phones yeah. because Anymore. yeah. When kids, because I because I mean, when kids, know on that part. No, I'm just saying, but that's that's where it stopped. Was when they you don't have to you don't have to like you don't have to go out to play no more. Like you said, we we're in four different spots having a conversation where five ten years ago. We had to, we all had to be in the same room. Everybody had to pull mm-hmm. up on each other. Yeah, we had to pull. And so, and so now, and so that's when the fun stopped. Now I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to connect with you to connect with you. I pick up this little three and screen, do what I say, do what I want to do, say what I want to say, put it back down, and it's like that's it. So that's what that's when the fun stopped. Right. Well, hold on, real quick. Hold on, because I don't want to glance over what you just said, Felicia, because. Obviously, if your daughter was out there and witnessed and may have been impacted by that physically, we also have to touch on how did she react to that emotionally? Like, how is she doing? She's good, but, you know, she said they really didn't know what was going on. People was running and they was like, what's going on? And then somebody said shots fired and then that's when they took off. And I was like, oh, wow. But she talked about it today. Now she ain't trying to leave up out of this house to go nowhere but to work. See, and and that's that's the concern too. Because even me, as a thirty-seven-year-old man, I was in that environment once here before. Like I said, I'm not going to disclose it or nothing. But we was actually at the park playing ball. Somebody just come around, just start shooting. We had to drop down to the ground and all of that. And ever since then, I don't go to play ball outside no more. Like, I don't even want no parts of that just out of that fear alone. And I tell my wife all the time, it's like, it's not that I don't enjoy going out or wanting to do things. It's like, I don't want to subject myself to an environment where I don't know what can happen. 
And I don't want right. to be nowhere where I got to constantly check over my shoulders the whole time I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm not even enjoying it. Right. Because the goal, you know, the goal is to make it home every night. So if you put yourself in a situation to where that's in question, and that's that's out of the question, because I'm the same way. I don't know. This is my city. Woody, back in the day, you was here and you was there, you was everywhere. Nah, not no more. I got something to come home to. That shit get old. And then like what you <laughs> said, we, we got we got shit to come home to. Hell, I got six kids and a wife mm-hmm. in my household. You know what I'm saying? Eight total. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not going to do anything out here that's going to jeopardize me from losing what I got here. Because mm-hmm. ain't nothing worth it. Ain't, yeah. nothing, ain't nothing out there worth going home to be laying on my couch with my son playing Xbox while he complained about but here, here's the, here's the crazy thing though because like I got a I got a couple you know what I'm saying young 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 homies man I call them my little brothers and I and I tell my sons this all the time the shit that y'all do excuse my language once again the stuff that they do we've done it we've seen it mm-hmm. when I said yeah. to them I hear my father speaking Mm-hmm. My daddy said that same thing to me. This ain't nothing but a rerun to me. The stuff that you're doing, I've not really seen it or done. Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't process it correctly. Because I'm looking at it like, okay, you know, I, I understand you, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to kick me knowledge, but whatever. But then it dawned on me after a couple things that, you know, I was into. And I'm like, nah, this ain't the rap. Especially when I started having my kids. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, I definitely, I got something to live for, but I got to live for them. Mm-hmm. But think about what you just said, though. You got to that point, and then once you started having kids of your own, man, we talking about 12, 13, 14, like they ain't even hit that part yet. So now there's nothing there that's going to push that button that says, damn, I got to fix this. I can't do like. They're jumping off the porch and hitting the ground running out the mm-hmm. gate. So it's like, again, I don't, I don't want to disclose too much information, but I know for a fact that there was a second grader, second grade kid. Mm-hmm. And the parent was like, my child was out at one o'clock in the morning. I ain't know where he or she was. Wow. How in the hell? Like Peyton and Paige is going to the third grade. We say we, we talking about what eight eight years old, seven eight years old. Right, yeah, Peyton will be eight next week. Ain't no, there's no. So way. I'm saying to myself, how can I allow my eight year old to walk out of these doors and not even know where they at? First of all, and second, I'm sitting at home chilling or wherever I'm at, and then realize that my kid don't walk through the door till one o'clock in the morning. That's not normal under no circumstance, but like. We normalize that. That's the part that makes zero sense to me. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because I'm a country boy from a little small place or what. But I'm like, that's the issue. An eight-year-old, seven-year-old wandering around at night. Kids raising themselves. That's the issue. That's the issue. So that's how you get 50 to 100 kids at the waterfront. With no adult supervision, just running wild. And then if anything happened, I kept hearing people say, well, why don't the police do something? You have one on the Louisville side, one on the Jeffersonville side. But it's like, 
What are you gonna do? Put the whole force out there? That's still that's still mm-hmm. one off, that's still one officer to twenty kids. That's one officer to one to, to the area. You talking about that's a park. That is right. a lot. That's a lot of grass. That's a lot of ground for one, two, five, and then then we, then we put then we put them out there. Then it's oh they harassing the kids. It's like there's no win because this happens. They say put the cops out there next weekend. Watch it'll be twenty cops out there. Oh now we can't enjoy the park because there's so many cops. It, it's what do you mm-hmm. want? What's your expectations? Because. When it happened, you said more cops. Now we got more cops. Now you're saying cops go away. Wh- which one is the lady? I mean, it, it's. That's what I'm saying. It like, uh, and we ain't gonna keep rambling. Yeah. Because I'm big on it takes a village. Yeah. And I get what you were saying earlier, coach. It, you can't just say the parents have to fix it. We all have to fix it. But I heard you, Felicia, say you've been involved with Girl Scouts and things like that. So you're doing your duty of trying to be a positive influence and teach these kids. But that's a small handful. I know even yeah. with, with Mari, with his sowing seeds with faith, is what, less than 200, maybe 200 or so. That's still a small portion. Hell, I'll even use LeBron. I hate to bring him up, but even with his I Promise school and things like that, that's still a small portion of a larger whole. And that post that went viral this week about the fights, all the schools, and it's like you look at that and it's like it's so alarming. It's disappointing. It I is. Was so disappointing. But you, but, but you know why that's happening? Because guess what? You get in a fight. Guess what you get to go back to? You're going back to class. So what you're going to do? Fight again. Yep. Man, so they don't send them home no more? Not really. Wow. Not really. See, now I didn't even know that. But see, that's because, remember, they, you know, and this is, I'm about to step on some toes. But they always want, stop suspending my little black boys. True. We need to, you know, something, you know, for some of the stuff that the black boys was getting suspended for was some foolishness. But if these little black boys are walking around acting like, you know, walking around fighting and doing all the stuff, send their ass home. There's no consequences. So if I know I could go knock you out before lunch and be back eating lunch with everybody else, what's my deterrent? Yeah. Or even, if you, knock you out again. or even if you do it, or guess what? Even if you do send me home for the day. I'm coming. Back, I'm coming back tomorrow. Oh wow! I didn't that's even know the, that. And that's the problem. They, you know, they, you know, it's you know, you, you almost you almost have to bring a gun to school to to, to really be put out. And that's and, and I mean, and it is it, that you almost you know the only thing that can actually get you put out put out now is, is that is you know is is firearms or like major 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 drugs. But other than that, anything else you do, man, you back to school in a day or two. I believe that's, it. Oh I gotta, I gotta that's why the numbers, and, and that's and that's why the numbers are like they are, because that's and, and that's and, and and like you said, that's just the fighting. That's not the, that's not the walking around cussing people out, walking around the stealing and uh, all the other stuff that's going on. That's just the fight. That's just me walking up hitting you in your mouth. That's what I'm saying. School ain't school no more. It it, it's and not. That's. And that's it, it really pisses me off. I'm sorry. 
and that's why I have my daughter in private school for that main exact reason. Um, I send her to school to learn. You can't learn if the teachers can't teach because they got to take care of disciplinary problems with these bad-ass kids. Exactly. And it goes back to what you said, Coach, with the cell phones. Because we had a conversation here in my household a while ago. Uh, my wife's sitting right here. I was like, growing up, we couldn't even bring electronics to school mm-hmm. at all. Hell no. better not. You better not. And I'm saying now it's like every kid got a phone. Mm-hmm. And every kid is allowed to use their phone while they're at school. And I'm like, how do you expect a kid to learn or listen when they have a distraction within arm's reach? Constant interruption. And it's like, that's that's the problem. Like, we're we're trying to accommodate the kids. And if the parents get mad, now we're trying to accommodate the parents. And that, to me, is where the structure has broken, in my opinion. Like, school, you walk through them doors, first bell ring, get your ass to class, no talking in the hallway, no running in the hallway. Man, these kids running buck wild, doing whatever the hell they want to. And now you got teachers constantly breaking up fights all day. So when is there time to teach them anything? Schools done turned into a damn hangout spot Monday through Friday. Hey. <laughs> it's wild. It really is. And like I said, I, I still feel like we didn't touch on a solution. And that's why I don't know. We did. I mean, I think because... Like I said, I'm going I'm to I'm keep on beating this thing. You just got to get one. You just have to get one. If you like, you like, like Felicia, you know, she's doing, you know, she's doing Girl Scouts. So she reaches one. I'm coaching. I reach one. You coaching. You reach one. He's doing his thing. If we just, if we each just reach one, then that one, that we, we got that one that's going to go on this path and not that path. So at least we stopped one from doing and eventually, that one—it's—it's—it's—it's the—it's the rainbow. I mean, it's, it's the butterfly effect. You know, the—you know, just one little small—that one little small butterfly can change the world. And that's why I mean, we, we just have—we just have to—we have to reset one. And that's my—that's my thing. That's why I do what I do. Not I—I ain't—I ain't nobody special. But that's why I got—I got I to reach that one, man. Because if I—if if I reach that one, I did my job. No. I- yeah, my sister says that too. Um, because I felt, you know, like you said before, you try you get one and they want to cuss you out. I don't know, I don't have time for the disrespect. So I just got to the point I don't say nothing at all. But sometimes, you know, you're right, you do gotta say something because you might can reach one and save that one if that's who that's all you can say. Yep. And you done your duty. You done your duty, that's it. Um I definitely appreciate everybody's time, man. Like this is this is a deep conversation, and if we want to continue it, everybody feel free to reach out to me. Appreciate y'all that jumped in on the live. Thank you, Felicia, for calling in. Um, it's easier said than done, and what what hurts the most is when you sit down and you read these comments from WHAS and all that, and it's like, I get that people are fearful or whatever, but you can't let the actions of a few give you this misrepresentation of all of them. Cause every right. child out there wasn't like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
And even myself, I said, I told her yesterday, I was like, I wanted to go down there. But for that reason, which incidents have happened in the past, I was like, I'm not going nowhere near it. And then sure right. enough, that happened. But it's like, damn, you can't live in a box forever. Right. That, that's true. But when shit like that happened consistently at one spot, that makes you not want to even venture out there. Right. And I feel like... It's a, imagine you just going down there on a chill day with your family, and then that happened. And then one of your babies get hit. And then, you know what I'm saying, in your gut, you was like, man, I, I knew we shouldn't have never fucking came down here. Because that's how I be. I, I always, I'm, and, and it's, it's crazy because I'm not, I'm not fearful for the city. Because I just, I feel like I can go anywhere in the city without a problem. I don't have no static or no beef for nobody. But it's just one of those you never know because of the environment and the people that's in that environment. You could be somewhere and then boom, you in some shit just because old Johnny in some shit and some people's looking for him and you have no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I said, man, it's, it's, it's a deep conversation and I open the mic to anybody that wants to continue with that to try to come up with some better solutions. Like y'all said, coaching, mentoring these kids, Girl Scouts, Mari with the, you know, keeping kids busy during the summer, field trips, all that jazz. It's, it's got to start with all of us. It really does. But like I said, at the end of the day, I feel like, in my opinion, it has to start at home. It does. There's too many variables that play a part into that. And like I said, you don't have the family structure that we are accustomed to seeing growing up. Two parent households and things like that. So now you got young kids having young kids and they're not ready to give up their, their youth and their joy and this and that. So now you got kids raising kids and then you just send them out there to learn life on their own and they're making the wrong decisions. So if we can figure out how to reel them all back in, and try to start back over. And like you said earlier, Coach, and after this, I'm done. Yes, demonstrating strong family values. Hell, even sitting down having Sunday dinners, hell, that's almost gone out the window if you really want to think mm-hmm. about it. Like, that's what I was accustomed to growing up. Everybody went to Grandma's house for Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. Hell, now, <laughs> grandmamas don't even cook now because, hell, they're 43 years old, 44. They don't know how to cook. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So great, great conversation. I definitely appreciate everybody's time. Um, appreciate the people on the Facebook live. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. This will be up for all streaming services, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're trying to take this far, man. So appreciate it. We're going to get there. Toasted, no competition, Amish toasting. I feel so high, I feel so live. My body's in the twine, Amish toasting. I feel so live, and I know why that I can't deny. Amish toasting, giddy fine wine, fools mock liquor. Wish me I'm high class. 